TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. We are Up for a Chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. And I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Mara. And I'm so excited! (laughs) (laughs) It's New Year's Eve! Woo! Week. Week. It's time time for New Year's resolutions and OMG, I've got a list as long as my arm. Don't even know where to start with it all. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be a busy year and I'm uber shut the front door excited. (laughs) For me, it's so, you know, like I think New Year's Eve is the best day of the year. Other than my birthday, of course. Because I get presents. But I think New Year's Eve is like uber cool because it marks the end of the old and the beginning of the new. Bring it on! (laughs) And I feel like I get to be a whole new version of myself. And usually it involves the size of my jeans. (laughs) But this year, shut the front door. It's not going to involve the size of my butt. Because I've already had the size of the butt that I promised myself last year. Congratulations. Last New Year's Eve, I promised myself that I would be into a size 10 jeans. And now I'm into a size 10 jeans really comfortably. And I actually tried on a size 8 shorts the other day. And I, I mean, I had to pour myself into them. But I got those puppies over (laughs) my thighs. Pour and push. Yeah, pour, push and not breathe. Pour, push and tuck. (laughs) If you go go to Country Roads... I'll get into a size eight and a breeze. Yeah, just like so that. Just shop there. Yeah, just shop like there. Do You'll be fine. You're a size eight. I think it's an ego thing, really. Isn't <laughs> it? You could go to America and be a size six or a four. Yes, bought true. myself a gorgeous size four suit from there. There you go. Fabulous. Anyway, so you could be that hip to now, and less about my butt mm-hmm. and more about your boobs. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Are you getting a boob job? Is that your new resolution? with it. Really? Are you serious? No, 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 that was a lie, that was a joke. You were meant to laugh. <laughs> I did, I was like in shock. I was actually in shock. I was going, who? Where? No, I'm already a D. Actually, you was thinking about see? having one, aren't you, Kim? No, I'm not. Well, my children keep telling me I should. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Every time I walk, if I'm naked and I walk past my children, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what they say? Hey, doll, you're in my light. <laughs> Something about Mary? Something they film there's something about Mary and there's Magda, the old woman who's like a leather because she's like oh. sunbathing. <laughs> and she's got these no. boobs that are like just hanging like two like, like two em- sagging balloons and that like girl, empty socks. Yeah, and that empty girl, socks, that's and, it. And that stands in her light and she goes, Hey darling, you're in my light. <laughs> and I didn't know what they were talking about. And then I got it and I realised it was a massive insult, actually. I could wet my pants. <laughs> <laughing>. <laughs> My son comes into the bathroom and I'm getting dressed. He goes, hey, doll, you're my light. <laughs> my girl. You know what? I think it's time to cover up. Not let them see anything more, Kimmy. No, my answer is it's thanks to you and what really shuts them up and your father. You know, that's gross. Yeah, no. That <laughs> shuts them up. That they are stuck to smithereens. That's yeah. not. That's uncool. <laughs> sorry, sorry, young people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, must we go mm. there? I just realised that we've got a wide audience. Oh, um, <laughs> and some of them could be young girls. 
Well, considering our podcast, well, if you are young listening to this and you haven't had children, my New Year's resolution to you is this. Enjoy your boobs now. <laughs> Love them for what they are and the pertness and the upnicity of them and just love it because once you've had two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine kids two. hanging off them, that may be a New Year's resolution. Getting well, new boobs. For you? No. No. No, I think it might I'm be somebody's I think I'm still quite perky. But it might be somebody else's resolution, that's right. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with getting a boob job. Is there anything wrong with getting a boob job? Uh, for me, like, why has this become about a boob job? I don't know because that's not what, what this started like. But, no. but now that we're on the topic, no, I think I it's worth someone will be at. flirting with this yeah. as a New Year's resolution. Mm. As a matter of fact, actually, now that you mention it, I've got two girlfriends that are flirting with getting boob jobs. Mm. Now they've just got to save up the cash. Mm. It's about eight grand or ten grand. Well, it's changed in prices because. Like when I was finishing having off babies, a lot of my friends were having um, breast or breast augmentations. And one of my girlfriends had hers done for two, two, and another one had it done for 10. So it all depends on what you put in, who's your surgeon. For 2,200. Um, yep, she did hers for two, two. Oh, I mean. Yeah, but that was, <laughs> I'll tell you when it was, it was, um, had to be the early 90s. Was that oh. like going to Thailand and getting your teeth done? Yeah, no, she did it here. Oh. She did it here on the coast. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> a lot do go to Thailand to get their breast augmentations or whatever yeah. they're getting done. You know, like, um, I don't understand it only because I have breasts. So, but for my girlfriend who had it done, she had hanging socks mm. and she felt horrible she hated it and so you know this is the early 90s she had hers done mm. and they still look fabulous they still while everything else sags that keeps staying up <laughs> and you've, got to, you've got to give credit to the fact that it makes a woman feel good oh, about herself yeah. so long yeah. as she's so doing that, it for herself for yeah. herself yeah mm. absolutely yeah, we, Taylor and I went into Lorna Jane um, here on the Sunshine Coast and this woman was standing there and we were both trying on crop tops and everything and I just kept looking at her chest. And um, (laughs) No, Taylor's got great breasts. Honest to God, she's got the most amazing breasts I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I know, but even for 15, I look at even her girlfriends all say to her, you've got amazing boobs. You know, like she's just got these... I didn't notice. Oh, boy, she's got amazing boobs. Anyway, so this woman... I just hope there's no young boys that know Taylor listening to this right now. Oh, she'd be horrified. She would no, be she horrified. No? No, she's proud of them. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so, so anyway, I'm looking at this woman's breasts and I'm looking at her and I've gone, geez, you've got great boobs because she was around my age. And I thought, wow. And she goes, honey, husband left me two years ago. I thought, stuff you, 10 grand it costs. And look at me, I'm a million bucks. And oh. I went, oh my gosh. I said, God, you know, I've known women for the last 25 years that have had breast augmentation. I'm a massage therapist and I used to feel them and it kind of put me off because it felt like two tennis ball, a tennis ball cut in half and just inserted. <laughs> like it just didn't feel real. So anyway, she goes, well, cop mine, feel them. And I went, serious? And so there's Taylor and I in the bath you in, in the chamber. I'm not joking. And I've gone with both my hands <laughs> onto oh. her chest. And I'm feeling her boots. I'm going, oh my god, they're amazing. And she goes, look, Taylor, because she obviously knew I was calling Taylor Taylor, and she goes, Taylor, do you mind? I'll just take my top off. And I went, please. So she is completely stuck now. They're so proud of them. She is so so beautifully proud proud of them. them. Mm. Gave me the surgeon's name and everything, and I'm standing there going, oh, I'm not sure if I'd do it. And she's going, no, seriously. Best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Such a tart. 
Oh, shit. But it's shivers. Anyway, so she, um, so anyway, so she's given me the surgeon's name. What she's given me the surgeon's name? I said to her, so tell me how you feel about this. Did you, are you pleased now, two years on, that you've done it? And she said it was the best thing for her self confidence (laughs) that she has ever done. And she really, really read it. So in my head, I went, Actually, what is wrong with having that? So if any of you that have this as a New Year's resolution, I'm just saying do your homework. <laughs> yeah, pick a good Talk to surgeon. Trudy at Lorna Jane and, and, and Kiwana Moore. <laughs> and the other thing is, is that, you know, look at the, or what they're filling it with, you know. There's all those new fandangles. There's ones that break, there's ones that don't break. I had a girlfriend who had blowouts. Oh. Because she did saline rather than silicone. And she kept having blowouts. I was so. going to say, wouldn't saline be better, though, if you're going to have a blowout? Well, yeah, but then the saline ones were blowing out more than the silicone ones, and she just kept deflating oh. <laughs> one or the other. So she went and got sal- um, silicone put in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, girls, let's get on to it. Okay, yeah, let's do <laughs> <let's laughs> <see> resolutions. <laughs> just tell me. Now that, that we've done breast augmentation. Yeah, I mean, really looking at the whole okay. thing. For a lot right. of people, New Year's Eve is all about new starts, new yeah. beginnings, new fresh starts, and it's a wonderful time of year. But as we all know, we can set a list of, like one of my things that I do every year is I get an A4 piece of paper, fold it in half, 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 and again. So I end up with 32 squares on one side and 32 on the other. And every New Year's, I, I fill out those squares. So really? Be, well, yes. With, with, with what, with what I want to do. 64 things. Yeah, that I want to do. Oh. So it might be something as simple as... Enthusiast. Do it. Well, no, it could be little things like... Um, Buy a Thermomix uh, if you haven't got one. That was one seven years ago. Um, it could be something like learn calligraphy, um, become a better speaker, uh, do two self promotion courses. You know, learn how to speak in front of a camera, or it might be um, buy those diamond earrings that are ten carat. Well, those ones are still there. That is still on the list. <laughs> they just, so just, it just moved from so one year does. to the next. So the next. what you do is, then it, my New Year's oh. thing is, I look at my years before. Oh, oh that's so cute. And then yeah. I transfer ones that I. I haven't achieved yet if I haven't but what astounds me I'm so doing that mm. what astounds me is the things I have done you forget mm. to congratulate yourself mm. and part of a new year's resolution or game plan or acknowledgement is the things you actually acknowledge that you've done and it's a wonderful That's way cool. I actually really like that because a lot of people do their resolutions mm. then they and they're, they're big ones like I'm going to be you a know, size 10 yeah something like that and they're a size 20 or uh, I'm going to commit to exercising every day. I'm going to commit to yoga. And so they write these huge ones down rather than your beautiful little ones. And then they 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 just give up because it's all too hard. Well, Three I mean, weeks later, it's yeah, too hard. But I've got bucket list ones on there too. So big ones. Yeah, but the, you keep putting them to yeah, the next so I just one. Them to the floor yeah. here because to me, it's an ongoing continuum. It's yeah. not a, I've got that done, move it on. Because often what happens is when you've achieved one goal, it actually becomes another two or three goals. Yes. Which I love. Mm. So, and one of my goals last year was to commit to my journal, my gratitude journal. Oh yeah. And I can safely say this year, I have been, I haven't been doing it every day. So my goal was to do it every day. But this year, I'm going to put it on there again because I haven't actually committed to it every day. There's days I've missed. So this year, I want to see can I do it for 365 days? Wow. Because mm. I, you know, I I do my gratitude, but and I don't do it every day because there are sometimes there are days. That um, I don't have my book with me, and and I I I just can't do it. But I'm thinking them. But yeah, you know. But and I'm also letting myself off the hook now. I'm not going to say I have to have ten every day. 
I have to have oh, at least one, one thing that I'm grateful it. for yeah, yeah. every day that goes into that journal. Because also what it's been for me is actually a diary of what I've done. Yeah. It's actually really nice looking. It is. I agree with you. You, you know? can actually see where yeah. you've been and what you've done. And nice. where you Yeah, I agree. So what are they, girls? What's your 64 things? <laughs> wow. Um, I never do news resolutions. You don't? No. Why? I won't, I won't do them. Why? Well, and, and after hearing yours, Kimmy, I'm like going... Well, I've never looked at news resolutions like that. So the way I look at news resolutions is setting yourself up to fail because oh. a lot of people do it. You know, they drink and they smoke and they, they do all the partying right through all through December and then Christmas and then they put on all this weight and then they, they feel like crap and everything's bad and then they create these news re- resolutions and then they try for a week and then it all gets too hard and they give up. That's the way I've always seen many people do their New Year's resolutions, not the way Kim, like the way Kim's doing them, I think I would consider that. So I just decided years and years ago, probably two or three decades ago, that I would not commit to any New Year's resolutions. But what I do try to do is every single day strive to be a better person of who I am. So if I commit to something such as the the gratitude journal, I may not have committed to that on a New Year's Day or I don't have to wait for New Year's Day to to commit to that. I can commit to that on July 21st. And and I just feel that if we wait for New Year's, we're going to wait for Easter to start or we're going to wait for the next 21st to start or the next 40th to start or the next Christmas to start or then there's the next New Year's resolution and you've gotten nowhere. So that's my take on New Year's resolutions is that I just um, I just don't do them because I do find them as an excuse or a way of pe- setting, or people setting themselves up to fail. Mm. Yeah, so it's a daily thing, I feel. I wish every day can be a new year. You know, the minute we wake, it's a, it's a, new, a new year, well, I really. I what you said, that every day is an opportunity yeah. to be a better you or a new version of you or an opportunity to see another way of being you. So... I really like that. I don't think we have to be set in a pattern. Do you set goals at the beginning of the year? I do set goals at the beginning of the year. Um, for in the context of myself as a as a evolving human being, that's primary and always comes first. And then what falls out of the bottom of that quite naturally for me is the direction and clarity that I want to take for my business. But I don't set it up as a goal in the context of this is what I must achieve and if I don't achieve it, I'm going to be devastated with yeah. myself. I set it up with a pro- as a projection of what would be really cool if that's in line with what the grander forces at play have in line with me or have in mind for me. Um, so good. Yeah, it is. It's, set, yeah. it's not setting yourself up for failure, but it's also acknowledging that there is an intention. Well, absolutely, because I have my clarity and I have my direction that I want to go in that I think would be really cool but I also recognise that I have a very limited view. I have a very human view, which is limited by my perceptions and my past experiences. I don't have the same view that the universe that beats my heart and breathes me has that will have me, you know, form part of that beautiful orchestra that plays. And, and have not me limit you as a human. And not limit you as a human. Well, absolutely. Because of by the the boundaries that you've set on yourself, oh, it may be something that's far greater. Far greater. And what yeah. I can see is very limited. Only because of, mm. you know, the, the you know, well, our limited way of viewing things. So I don't hold myself to anything necessarily because I only want to do what's in service and I only want to do what's going to be for the betterment of myself and humanity. So I find this really amazing. Mm. You know, that we have three very different views of, of our New Year's resolutions. Mm. 
I, I actually do. I like I've always I even assumed you too would think the way I think that why would you do that? We do that every day of our lives. Yeah, and that's true. That's yeah. very I mean I don't think of every day as a new year. Yeah. That's a whole different way of looking at it as well. Because who really came up with when the thirty first of December was about to come about except humans. Correct. And if you really think about time, the only, the only thing, if we go back to our hunter-gatherer days, the only thing we were concerned with was night and day and seasons. We didn't know when Christmas was. Well, mm. Jesus Christ wasn't there, so there was no Christmas. We didn't know when Easter was because Jesus Christ didn't die, you know. Mm. Um, and, and that's being a Christian because that's how I was brought up. But when, we, when you really look at it... Every day was a new day and a new year for them. An appreciation they, to be alive. Yeah, and an appreciation to be alive. They eating yeah. the day before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, have you seen Especially that Especially if you lived in Fiji. Oh, just saying. Because they were cannibals. Correct. So the Australian Aboriginals. No way. I did yeah. not know that. They were cannibals. <gasps> Get out. Yeah, yeah, because... So well, the Maoris were too. Yeah, the Maoris so, were. Yes, the, yeah. yeah, the early ones. Mm. Didn't know that. Wow. Okay, so what were you saying, Cindy? Sorry. Before Kim so rudely interrupted you. <laughs> That's all right. Did you realise just what happened then? Yeah, I did, but I was trying to cover it up. I mean, I don't know. We just have this little person in the room. Which we just, just brought into the conversation. Oh, it's hilarious. hilarious. It's hilarious. That was hilarious. Everyone's going to go... Who's that? Who's that? What was that? Every now and again, we have someone who just listens into our podcasts, <laughs> and today we have a special person from New Zealand, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, but anyway, you just <laughs> we just brought her. You in. lost your you a fly on a wall. You forgot where we were. You're funny. Uh, so anyway, the Aboriginals, the Fijians. So, well, what we were talking about was that it's it's um, back in the hunter gatherer days. Yeah, they were a, glad to be alive the day after because yeah. they weren't eaten the day before. There and then go. I was going to tell you about that movie. Have you seen that movie? Oh, which What's one? it called? The cartoon um, where Neanderthal man um, meets human man, uh, human boy. Uh, it's it's a cartoon and it is just so funny. I do not remember the name of it. Is that an old one? No, it's it's fairly new. Oh, okay. so it's a fairly new cartoon, and it's really interesting because their whole basis in the beginning of the movie is survival and they go into the dark cave in order to survive and then oh it's the Groots the Groots oh, no yeah. the Groots the Groots the Groots the Groots the Groots shoes I love it now <laughs> <laughs> yep but it's just like you know they meet Neanderthal man yeah. meets human hmm. but what I was trying to get at that I don't know why I digress to that because I love that show I think but what I'm trying to get at is that uh we didn't have a 31st of December. Mm. There was no mm. such thing as that. So, Do you guys party hard, get drunk, fall over the place, lose your knickers and wonder who you're working <laughs> up with? <laughs> I'm just oh. asking. I'm just curious. No, you just say you, know, like you all <laughs> But I have to tell you, Bendigo was the best place when you were a young teenager no 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 but it was it was a place i don't know what it was about bendigo but everyone used to get around the block there was one block in bendigo and everyone used to get around it and at midnight it was free for all and karen you're gonna hate this oh no you're gonna hate this but everybody snogged everybody snogged everybody it was like how many can i get in the next hour with tongue Mm, the whole lot. Yep. Oh, that's absurd. Yep. And this was your chance to get the one that you've been looking at all year. Oh, so that yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was the best place. If there's a yeah. hottie and he's mm-hmm. in my radar, mm-hmm. he wants to look out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She'll uh-huh. look anything. She will. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not going to repeat that. 
I'll listen to the podcast and I'll come after you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my, my, my memory of New Year's Eve's in Bendigo was, oh my gosh. At least you remember And everybody them. knew. Yes, I remember them. But I didn't, I didn't do what you said you did. Is that what you I did on New Year's Eve? You're just putting words into my mouth. <laughs> No, 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 you no, did No, I did say. not say that I go around and lose my knickers on New Year's Eve. I did not say that. Well, it kind of flowed, really. It flowed. In fact, it, it was almost like it was a reality for a long time. Therefore, you know it well. Can anyone please post on Facebook if you've lost your knickers on New Year's Eve? I just want to know if there's other people out there that have done that. Not that I have, but just, you know, I'm just wondering. Just so that you don't feel so alone. <laughs> and you know what? That's when you do the New Year's resolution the next day, that you will never lose your knickers again on New Year's Eve. <laughs> that work out for you <laughs> did that go on your 64 list and did you put that on the following year's one too and, and then the, the following year, year. <laughs> and then the next year and then the next year well I'm always interested to note that mid-February there's a lot of pregnancy tests going on <laughs> And you know what's even more exciting? There's a lot of September babies. There's a lot of September, October you babies. You were a September baby. I was a Christmas Eve baby. Well, my son was a mm. as a September baby. Don't listen. No. And my mother-in-law, would, no, yes, no. We were in Don't Wellington listen. when he was conceived. And we were, I remember she was babysitting Taylor in the other room. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's things that come out on New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> Maybe that should be we some good memories. Maybe I should be writing in my news resolution how to avoid foot and mouth. <laughs> Actually, yes. Anyway, um, that would be good for your sixty-four. My girlfriend always said to me, "But I don't think you'll ever make it." Mouth gathers no feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm lost. Anyway, so we're just saying there's a lot of September that. babies. Um, okay, That's not so what you're saying. you're saying something more than that. Yeah, no. Um, so, <laughs> how to avoid a question and influence people. Yeah, no, that's what she says. Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. so do you guys, are you All around, right. what do you do on New Year's Eve? Is it a big thing? Do you have to start till midnight? Yeah, probably don't even make midnight, actually. Oh, oh now you're showing your eyes. Yeah, no, I probably I don't made, even make midnight. I haven't made midnight mm-hmm. for about five years. Mm-hmm. Matt and I are hilarious. <laughs> it sounds like it. We're 8.30. Normally, and so when New Year's Eve rolls around, like New Year's Eve for me is my favourite night of the year, and I would always go out and party. Top of the buildings, always go to somewhere absolutely plush when I was living in Sydney. Always somebody somewhere plush. Nothing to spend five hundred dollars on a ticket to get into somewhere fabulous oh, wow. on New Year's Eve. Never even never all questioned. It was the block of Bendigo. Sorry, love, you missed out. Didn't pay a cent. Just yeah, they okay. weren't on the block. Well, <laughs> Possibly I missed out there. I spent a lot of money. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, but I would always party hard and be where all the fireworks were. And it was amazing. I've never been a big drinker, so my party hard is just dance the night away until the soles of my shoes fall off. And then, you know, get all excited and do the rah-rah when the fireworks go off. And then as soon as the fireworks go off, you'll find me sleeping in a corner. (laughs) I was always ready for bed hours before. But now since Matt and I... Probably just, yeah, over the last five or six years. Oh, my God. Flat out to get to about 9.30. Two of us go to bed. We hear the fireworks. It just disturbs our sleep a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But we managed to dive straight back in. Well, we're in another phase now because our children are both teenagers. And now we used to go up to Mooloolaba on the beach for the 9 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Which, for Mm. me, was midnight in New Zealand. So I kind of felt like I saw New Year's in. So I could go home. We all saw the fireworks at 9 o'clock, go home, done. Now they're wanting to stay or even miss the 9 o'clock and be there for the midnight one. Oh, and they're no. not quite old enough that I want to leave them on the beach 
you know, at 15 and 14, they're just not at that age where I want to leave them on the beach till midnight. No so way. Dan and I are standing there yawning away. Is it time yet? Are we there You know what you should do is probably just get a blanket and get a space and the grass and little above each and just sit there and then sleep, you know, because they'll know that they come back to you eventually. Oh, and then the women people out there that are looking after people that they think they've collapsed will come along in an ambulance thinking we're two of the ones that have passed out. <laughs> Especially when they hear Danny snoring. Yeah. 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 So it's quite a whole... Well, what you could do, love, is put a piece of string around your neck with a sign that says, I'm alive. <laughs> Do that. Or, for just, children. or yeah. parent of a teenager. Parent of a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I. Or do not resuscitate. <laughs> Resuscitation unnecessary. <laughs> Whereas New Year's Eve, I remember 2000 coming in. Mm. And, um, oh, that was a bit. Yeah, we I had went a brand to new year. baby. Oh, did you? Jacob was three oh. months old. Oh, it was hideous. He was awake all night and he was screaming oh and Taylor was only 16 months old and I remember everyone going on about, what was it, Y2K? Mm. Everyone was worried about what the computers and everything yeah. was going to do and Danny had to work New Year's Day so he got up at 4 or 5 o'clock that morning and went, I've got to go and I'm like looking at him going, are you serious? You know, like, I'll never forget New Year's Eve that millennium and it poured with rain in Auckland, absolutely poured. I just, you, isn't it funny what you remember? Mm. Well, I was, we were on the Sunshine Coast and we had rented an apartment at the peninsula. And my mum and my dad and all of us were there because the kids were only little, you know, they were under 11. And we just thought it would be great to see all the fireworks, the 9 o'clock fireworks, the 12 o'clock fireworks, and just be there but not be in the centre of it, especially with three little kids. And my sister was there and, and we just had friends come. And so that was what I remember about 2000. And every year after that, I don't remember, actually. I don't remember that I either stay up. I probably stay up a little bit now with the kids because they're all out and I'm waiting for them to come home. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in bed and I'm just waiting for them all to get home. You know, one by one, they'll make it home or they're together. So, mm. yeah, I'm a little bit like you, Karen. I think I'm more in bed. Is that a maturity thing? I don't know. Bloody old tart. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what, let me ask you both this. Do you ever have physical goals for the year? Physical goals? Mm. Like from, um, like, do you think, you know, do you ever get any point, maybe not a New Year's Eve because you've both made the point that it's not about just being a New Year's Eve, but do you ever both think, you know, this year I'd really like to run a marathon? <laughs> I did. I did think that this year. I did think that's you guys put me into it. <laughs> <laughs> and you avoided? Yes. Mm. I went to skiing instead. Yeah, so you you threw your money away, as did I. Yeah. Did we get our money back? No, no, no. I certainly didn't. Oh, okay, we didn't. No, okay. No. No, this year I actually did 2013. I promised myself that I would run the marathon, which was why I started training. That's right. Um, and then I did my ankle and totally lost my mojo. Mm. And I, I've got to say that's one thing that I was a bit cranky at myself for because I really let myself off the hook. And I'm a big you believer. Did a really in, good job of doing that, actually. I did. Yeah, you did. I, I, I really, I really hurt my ankle. But what I really did was I, I gave myself a way out. And I'm a big believer in how you do one thing is how you do everything. So that was a whole learning experience for me because I've only just started back running now. And on what I'm thinking about now is, you know, what are we now? We're December. And that was I did my ankle in April or something. Mm. So I gave myself like six, seven months of not doing anything 
only because I just didn't feel like it and I gave myself a way out and I thought about that in the context of I let myself off the hook a lot this year in terms of pursuing the things that I really wanted um, and really wanted to create and I let myself off the hook because I didn't have the courage and running the marathon and I know this is going to sound really weird to you Kim and I'm coming clean but I found even going out to run for 10 kilometers was intimidating when I would go training for myself every time I put my boots on and I walked out my driveway to go and run I felt intimidated by what lay ahead and to run in the marathon I think I twisted my ankle purposely to get myself out of it because I wanted to get out so that I didn't fail or I, I didn't have to deal with that intimidation of running with a whole bunch of other people and, and failing, possibly. And, well, yeah, you know, yeah, possibly. I don't even know that I thought that far about it. What I, what I felt was that I just didn't, I, I didn't have the courage to face that level of intimidation. And it's so bizarre because I'm probably the most... I'm probably the most even-keeled person when it comes to being intimidated. There's very little that... You know, when you've been blown up, there's very little that intimidates you. Just saying. (laughs) There's very little in life that frightens me. But that, my physicality, physical training, physical work, uh, physical running or something like that intimidates me. Isn't that funny? Mm. Like because you're you're a mind person. I am a mind person, and, and I haven't been a body person. Yeah. And your mind goes from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed, and probably all the way in between. Mm-hmm. Um, so this morning we were talking about giving her some time. Um, a couple of days ago, I think we were talking about yeah. it. So I, I said to Karen, you know, give yourself the morning. Get, get up and go for a run, or and um, I'm on the little beach. Come and come and train with me and and then we'll have a coffee and and then we can go home to our prospective places and then we'll go to work rather than because Karen gets up in the morning and works straight away she doesn't take time out for herself so this is what I said to her and this morning she actually did it she went down to Malawaba Beach and ended up at the same coffee house didn't we yeah yeah but she brings with her (laughs) study books Every opportunity. Every opportunity. She brings two st- – well, she brings her Kindle and this amazing book. Like, I'm reading it just – you know, it's one of those mind-blowing, down the rabbit hole, let's get into everything we can possibly get into book. And I, and I just <laughs> went to her, we're giving ourselves a little bit of time here, are we, you know? <laughs> With some light reading. With some light reading. But it was it – was, and then what ended up happening is that there was lots of other people that knew us that ended up coming around us. I could feel – I can feel Karen going, get me out of here, I need to work, I'm I'm socialising too much, okay, I've had enough time slacking off. I can feel, feel her doing it and I I kept waiting for that. Okay, got to go now. (laughs) And you did. did. So you've always been in your mind, you've never been... You know the physical, but I get what you're actually saying. Do you? What are you going to do? I really get what you're saying because I'll always. I went skiing. I had a really good out. And and I just want you all to know, I hung in there. I did it without these two tarts. One skiing, one with a stuffed ankle. (laughs) Well, let me just say this before I say that. And after I've said this, let me say that. (laughs) If you don't do it. There is no hope for any. Yes, exactly. I'm with you, Karen. So, you know what I'm saying? Do not lower the bar. Are you going to do it with me this year? 
I don't see. I don't even want to commit now. Yeah, I'm not committing to that. Yeah, really. I'm not seeing myself. I'll do. That I, again. You know no. what? You know what I'd like to commit to is 10k. Oh, that's so easy to do once you. But I've not done that. Have you done 10k yet? Not yet. I, what I do you have, have in past. What are, what in the past, I've what are, done. How far can you run now? Probably 5k. Get out of town. Yeah, that's probably all I've done. Because and I've been so scared to train with you. Yeah, because no, no, I think no. you should train with me. I'll pop my ass. Okay, so let me say Ooh, this I to both the, of you. Excuse I me. the ass word. Excuse me. <laughs> both of you could easily run a marathon. I'm telling you. <sighs> and I'm telling you this. If I like said to you... Well, it's up. This depends on your perspective. If I said to you that your three children were in desperate need for you, forty-two point two kilometres away, and I said to you your two little fluff balls were desperate, were only going to survive if you ran forty-two point two k's, would you both run it? Yes. Yeah, there's no question about that. But I have to be honest about that, and that that's not going to inspire me to do it. No, I know that, but you're saying you can't. Yeah, and she's oh, saying I'm asking you to reframe it. So it's not about whether you can or you can't. It's whether or not you're willing to put in the time to want to do it. And that's what any New Year's resolution is about. It's actually putting it down and putting it out there, whether or not you're willing to do the work that it's going to take to do it. Because it's all very good and well for us to say we want to be a size 10 by the end of the year. And this is where New Year's resolutions fall down. Shut up. Oh, you are so smart. Well, it's true. You are so right. You, like, and that's probably what, maybe that's why I don't do New Year's resolutions. Because if I did do them, I'd have to put the work in together. <laughs> and you're the rock star who doesn't do the work. She has people. Well, the work she does is what, and this is the difference, what we do do is what we do well. <laughs> so we know. So for me, if I said to you I'm going to run the Sunshine Coast Marathon this year, it would be a no-brainer for yeah. me. I'd do it. And we don't. And, but do. it would take work and effort and commitment and all of those things. Nothing else, nothing different. But I'm not afraid to do it because I've done it, right? Mm, mm. But to sit there with a whole lot of research books with, like, what you two do, it's not that I wouldn't want to do it. It's probably not that I couldn't do it. But to actually put myself into the mind space with everything else that I'm doing, it actually would freak me out. If you told me I had to read a research paper and write a thesis by the end of this year, it would freak me out. So I would love nothing more. Yes, I mean, yeah, I know. Me too. Oh. Give me ten theses. Oh, absolutely. Give so, me, I would love to, I'd, you know what, I'd love to do a doctorate, you know, if I, if I had the... Write that on your list. Well, you know, I, could, I think I deserve an honorary doctorate, actually, and I think you do too, Karen. Well, I think, I if think that's the case, I think I do. Stuff my sister. In running. <laughs> Get this. Talk about academia, just throwing this right in. My sister this year has just started astrophysics. I just... <laughs> God, I love her. Mother has completed her Bachelor of Creative Creative Writing. She graduated a couple of weeks ago. And this year she's um, going into her Bachelor of Philosophy. Wow. I mean, isn't that uber? Yeah, it, it is. Wow. Especially Absolutely. she's in her 70s. Oh, Mum's 71. Yeah, 72 this year. And, you know, I think it's that, that learning and that constant learning. And perhaps when you write down your, you know, your music... New Year's Eve resolutions it's about realising that there's an education behind whatever you're going to do so I totally. you know and your mum and your sister and you and, and, and me I love to educate I'm like constantly I hate um, wasting an hour in the car listening to the radio I listen to lectures mm. yeah see I, I guess I get infuriated I love good music yeah good mm. music but I get infuriated if I'm in the car and somebody else is in there with me. I'm really sorry, everybody who travels with me. I love you to bits, just not in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If people want to, tra- like, if people want to yeah. carpool, 
I'll always say no because that's that's your time. That's the time that's that I'm you. listening yeah. for new information, and I actually have. Um, yeah, it's really quite interesting. I have my iPod that plugs into my car, and then I have my iPhone set on record. So that then if I get a gold nugget of what I hear, I record it into my iPhone. And then I take it back, plug it in, and I've got this little system on my computer called Dragonfly. Mm. It listens to my voice and types oh. up what my little nugget of gold. Mm. That's brilliant. It's absolutely uber. Because you'll be listening to stuff while you're driving and yeah. want to make notes. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm listening to it while I'm running. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that? What yeah. part of the podcast was it on that I can replay well, there? If you have your little iPod in your little waist pouch mm-hmm. thing that you wear, mm-hmm. pop your iPod on with all of your podcasts on it, but you tr- you run with your phone anyway, yeah. and you can talk while you're running. You're mm-hmm. a bit of a legend. So just record the little mm-hmm. nugget of gold. Stop your iPod, record the nugget of gold, start it back up again. Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. And there it is. So, well, so when people create news, it's easy in the car. I think it's I think so. I've tried... I often get a bit frustrated listening um, to, especially my iPhone, I'd rather my iPod yeah. when I'm running. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is, but having the phone and then someone rings or you hear a beep, beep come in or... Oh, no, I channel that. You can turn all that off. I know, but I just don't. I forget. So I just do it on my iPod. Mm. But I guess what I was saying is that when people do news resolutions, there is work involved. Mm. Number one is education. You've got to educate yourself about how you're going to do all this. Mm. And if it's running a marathon, I would have to educate myself. And I'd educate myself through you, mm. Kimmy, because you will tell me what I've got to be running at a certain time and when I've got to be running it and blah, blah, blah. And, and it goes with anything that they want to do. If they wanted to achieve uh, or if they wanted to you know, go to the Himalayas hiking, they've got to understand that they've got to know where do I go to get the information, what's the best person to hike with, who should I hike with, how should I, which is best, Annapurna or Everest, or should I stay at Pokhana or Pokhara or whatever it's called, or, or Kathmandu, or should I even go to Kathmandu, you know, so... Go to Kathmandu because they have lovely earrings apparently. Yeah, they do. <laughs> just happen to be wearing I just happen to be wearing mine from Kathmandu right now. No, no, actually I got this on the, on the on my earrings on the walk um, at Annapurna. Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't mean to. Anyway, that's okay. But it, it is, and I think that's half the battle, is that when people do write them out, they become enormous if they're not prepared to get to and do the education well, well, and the work I think, work I think you can it. put big goals on there. Like, like I always say those 64 goals that I put down, put down everything, and I can't stop writing. Yeah, people say to me, how could I fill out 64 goals? I tell you, if you just put yourself in the flow and dream big and small and everything possible that you would love to have happening in your life for 2014, then it's easy to write. But what I would say is then you might then go take, and this is the next step on from that, where you might do an A, B, and C list. So an A is a non-negotiable. You're going to do this no matter what. This is your big goal. A B is would love to if it fits into the plan, and a C is what's on the bucket list. I'm, I'm not worried if it doesn't come true, but it's on my on my sphere of manifestation. It's, it's, it's in the realm of possibility. Because things happen that can blow you away yeah. you might win lotto this year you might have sadly someone pass away but you get left something that you had no idea was coming or you know something can occur that that dream because it's in your sphere of possibility is actually now a reality so I always think that you go big no matter what but to also put the little things on there um, for me I, I try and also break it all down and, and I'm happy to write this on our little blurb here but 
I'm just thinking here when I sit there looking at, you know, once a year, I like to do a detox once a year, some sort of a detox, even if it's a five-day detox or a weekend detox or something like that. I do a physical, I like my physical goals. I like having a weight goal. Now, I'm not saying I get obsessive with my weight, but I know my area of inflammation is around that 55, 56 kilos. That is my weight goal, you know, my, my good goal weight. I always have food goals. So for this year, like Karen and I are doing a raw food cooking class, oxymoron. Um, it's a raw food masterclass. <laughs> just take the cookie Actually, out. Just, just going to that raw food class, did you see the comment I made? Yes, I did. And then I realised the silly comment that I made about it. I just said, I don't, I, cook, I love cooking, I love fat, because it was a raw food, low fat, low, no nuts. No nut. And I went, I love nuts, I love fat, and I love cooking, won't be going. And then I realised that I know it was really it was quite obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't take it that way. Oh, either. I did, and I felt really bad. And 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 then I, like heaps of comments later, I went in and said, "I'm so sorry. I was so harsh. I actually, you know, I just I don't even remember what I said, but I was so embarrassed by it. You could have just no, deleted well, the comment. That's true. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just on that, what I said to the guys is because most raw food is. Heavy, heavy on the nuts. Yeah. It's like all nut, 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 yeah. nut, 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 nut. And there's no green and there's no lightness to it. Mm. And I just can't, I can't tolerate it. Mm. So, and a lot of people have nut allergies. And my sister-in-law mm. does. Mm. So I wanted to do something that was um, low on the nut and low on the, the, the big heavy fat. Because mm. I can have, I love my avocado, but I can't eat three avocados in one sitting. You know what mm. I'm saying? I just, mm. It's just not going not gonna to work. Oh, I feel like I'm going to vomit at the thought of that. Let's <laughs> throw in an egg and make it. Let us. Oh. <laughs> what about liver? Give her a liver. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, you are so not my friend. What about we... steak and kidney pump? New Year's resolution. <laughs> Leave Kim and Cindy. <laughs> Kim and Cindy white noise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry, you're doing the raw food. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I asked him not to make it all nutty, uh, okay, um, because of that. So yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to see what was possible with using just beautiful, light, fresh yeah. vegetables. Yeah. But there was a couple of other people who posted on that same thread that said, um, "Hmm, strange that you would not include lots of fats in a raw food diet, Karen." Um, I think you're misguided and uneducated. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, you people have not understood why I want this class because there's people with nut allergies. Mm. And all the people like Shani and Julius and yeah, all the people said that we yes. know, they're yeah. all coming because they've yeah. got nut allergies. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. They were I coming. like it. It's amazing how quickly people can just but, jump to but, the conclusion. Well, I did. I, well, I didn't jump. I, no, you didn't. When, when, when I actually wrote it. at all. No, <laughs> When I actually wrote it, I felt so overwhelmed with so much happening in my life that I was into the no, like, part of my life. Right. <laughs> I was just wanting to say no to everything. And so when there was another cookbook, another cooking class and another cooking class, and I went, and then I just made the excuse, I like fat. <laughs> I like nuts. See, see this, herein lies the point, listeners. If you're not interested, you just don't get engaged. You don't engage. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to make comment. But no, there's people out there that like everyone else to know what they're really thinking and feeling. <laughs> and you were not impressed. <laughs> but my point around this is I've never Sorry. done a raw food class. Mm. And even though... Oh, so this is your New Year's resolution is well, to do a broad food class. Well, also because for yeah. me it was... Um, 
if I learn one thing, yeah. one thing out of that course, you know, every time I go to a Thermomix cooking class, I learn something else. Mm-hmm. And I've had my machine for seven years. So if you think you go to one class or one type of cooking class or one realm of, of the way you eat, you're limiting yourself of possibility or things that could actually work in your diet and your frame. So for me, it's like, okay, well, every year I like to have some sort of food goal. Yeah, good um, I also always try and look at a spiritual goal. You know, for me, it's it's constant searching and looking. And um, I'm just giving you guys this as a as a guideline for some of the goals you could look for yourself. Um, have you got spiritual goals? Is there something else you'd like to have a look at? Is there um, perhaps looking at a different religion or you know looking at at, at non-religion? Like, there's so many different ways of looking at it. One of the great things when I learnt from different people is when I see a prayer or a meditation or some words that I like I've actually taken a whole lot of them and created my own prayer with the different lines and words that actually mean something to me and right beside my bed when I wake up in the morning I look to my left and I've got it actually sellotaped on my no one else will see it but as soon as I wake up and look to my left there's my prayer and one of those came from you oh really Um, the bee one the being one which I could share on this if you like. I've got it right Go beside it. my bed. Yeah. But um, I'd love to put it up there for you because it might be a new way of doing it. What was that one? What Remind me. Um, it's all about being. It was just about it's being. being. Yeah. yeah, I remember I remember it and I can see the... So can I. I can see the graphic of it, but I can't remember the words that I used on yeah. that. I'm pretty good like that. Well, you are. <laughs> I, mean, you're funny. I mean in forgetting what I've written. Oh, I thought you meant you're really good at doing that. <laughs> If you needed affirmation, yes, you are, darling. Yes. <laughs> You're amazing. You're a tar. You're a tar. I'm just about I'm that. so drawing on your hand. <laughs> she did draw on you. But just about those affirmations and those quotes, I find quotes um, unbelievably inspirational, especially ones that have really been thought about or even little short ones. I've, and what I did just recently is I found somebody on Pinterest who... That's what she collects. Quotes. It's quotes. Yeah, no. yeah, and awesome. beautiful quotes. And so I've then repinned her onto mm. mine. I've, I'm actually following her. And she's, you know, I just think they are. They're, they're wonderfully inspirational. But you'll also find that a quote that you've written down a couple of years ago, sometimes it's nice to look back on yeah. that and you go, oh, my gosh, it actually has a new meaning or a better meaning or an oh, my gosh meaning, you know. Yeah, and even yeah, a different meaning. Yeah. It's like... You know, my book that I read every, or just about every year. Mutant Messages Down Under. Mutant Messages Down Under. And every time I read it, I, I love it. Something I love you reading it. it. I yeah. like you reading it to me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like snuggling up next to you in bed. <laughs> and then you lie there, and I lie there, and you read me stories. And I read her stories from that all night. And you can tell me man's book. And in the morning, I make it waffle balls. All right, what else? What else? You're great, Kim. I'm well, I'm just this. trying to remember all the things I do. I then have family goals. Like, what are my, some of my goals? So, last year, one of my goals was that Taylor, Jacob, Danny, and I would have two holidays this year away. And ironically, with nothing else on, yeah. ironically, we had one in February where we went to Dubai for two weeks. And we've just got back from our second holiday where we went to Dubai for another 12 weeks. Totally did not have the money and the time to do either, really. 12 weeks? Did I say 12 weeks? Mm-hmm. 12 days. 12 days. Oh, no. um, <laughs> I was going to say, cheese Kim. That went quick. That went very quick. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I wrote down I want two family holidays this year that didn't involve dancing, cricket, well, maybe not cricket because it's often cricket that takes us there, but not too much work, but no school and all of that sort of thing. And we ended up 
manifesting that mm-hmm. and we had no idea either of those two were going to happen but because of Danny's work he then forfeited a business class flight that flew four of us up it was just it was amazing mm-hmm. and we ended up having two two week holidays as a family which you know I would never have known what that looked like so you don't you can be specific if you want to go to the Maldives for two weeks just the two of you great but we ours was a family goal um, but those family goals could be anything it might be that next Christmas you would love to meet your whole family in the Maldives or in Fiji or maybe put it out to three years time it doesn't have to be within that one year but put it out to your whole family and say hey why don't if I plan it and I put it out there how about we all meet in Rarotonga in 2016 and this is our family you know like it doesn't have to all be within a 12 month period these goals especially um, the way you do it and okay so just, just asking you when you you know fold it into 32 mm-hmm. do you section it off as to these that we're talking about now well then this is your next step if you wanted okay. to you could take that piece of paper and then list them under each one of these things sometimes I do but sometimes I don't. But what I've noticed is there's a pattern. There's always something in these realms yeah. that I'm actually looking at. Yeah. Um, personal goals. Personal goals for me, um, that could be something as incredibly simple like making sure I write my uh, a manifestation or a goal or a gratitude journal or a personal goal for me um, was to make sure that well, for this year was to actually um, complete a... Uh, you know, at the beginning of the year I had written down I wanted to write a book I wanted to get out my new book this year now that never came to fruition but when I look back we actually launched two e-books this year and I thought wow actually I shouldn't underestimate mm, you know, it might not be how you originally planned but I manifested two or didn't manifest I actually created and wrote two e-books mm. so for me a personal goal was to complete those um, though that one book but it became two e-books um, also a personal journey for me was to you know last year I had written there that I wanted to enhance my speaking I didn't realise at the beginning of the year that I would end up going to America to complete my personality diploma and when I looked back on my list the other day I was going oh wow I actually did that but in a way I never thought possible mm. so personal goals to me are very important but it's actually just about you those goals That's, there's no one else involved no children, no family, no partners Emotional goals. One of my goals this year, after starting our podcast last year, was to actually not is to become more of a an actor rather than a reactor. So, with having Karen on my shoulder every time something happens, I, I now have a trigger for me that the minute I feel a reactive process where I'm starting to get anxious or my stomach it's a, it's a feeling in my stomach and I can feel the heat almost coming up my neck and I guess in a way it's a form of anger. Because I'm getting pissed off because that person, not a hot flush yet. Um, <laughs> but I've got this person that's, it's, I've got charge around what they're saying. One of my goals this year was to actually sit there and say, instead of reacting to it, is actually becoming an action-orientated person by asking myself, what's making me feel this way? How come I'm feeling this way? What's coming up for me? So actually being an investigator of my emotions rather than, a reactor to my emotions. And we talked about that one on a podcast, didn't we? Mm. So another really good goal for everybody to do is to review all the podcasts, summarise them all and send it to us so we know exactly when we spoke when. Does someone ever want to transcribe all our podcasts? Because that would be really nice. Actually, that's a really good idea. There'd be a lot of laugh, 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 laugh,
Again, someone's asked me for the pearlers of each podcast, and if I had time, I would love to translate, you're not word for word, but what were the pearlers or the quotes or the things that came out of each podcast? There could be some beautiful mum at home who would love to perhaps look at that possibility. I don't know what that looks like, but wow. Hey, if that's you and you're listening to this podcast going, I could do that, can you send us a private message on our Up For A Chat page? Um, and just let us know that you're interested in doing that. That's a really awesome idea. Mm. Um, it would have to be voluntary, though. So you'd have to do it out of the love of your heart. Or maybe not just voluntary, but we would invite you to our retreat, perhaps. Or we could have you as a part of it on the support team for something like that. You Especially don't know. that one that we're having in November. Well, that's mm. one of our goals this year, my darlings. We've got a, ret- a five-day retreat coming up at the end of the... Uh, 2014 so that anyway that needs to go on your personal goal chart just saying um <laughs> yeah put that on your on your new year's on your resolutions yeah, attend yeah. awaken the change, change retreat in november 2014. 2014 i've already got it written down um what in am a i beautiful location oh, to be revealed that is going to be so fabulous there we go oh i feel fabulous already <laughs> i'm so excited about that Imagine who we are all going to be by November. I know. Imagine. That's exciting too. Imagine what... I think this year's going to be big for mm. us, you know, from, on a personal yeah. level. I just have a real sensation about that. Mm. Reading is also a big goal for me. Like, what books do I want to read? I really want to read this year. I've got it written down. Um, mutant Messages Down Under. Uh, I would like to read So I'm looking at which books I want to download because I don't get a lot of time to read. Have you looked at photo reading? What's photo reading? Photo reading is a way of reading that we're not taught when we're at school. At school, we're taught to read word for word. Our comprehension when we read word for word is at best in a book about 50 to 60%. Photo reading, um, apparently the retention is 70 to 75% using photo reading as the methodology. And it's it's it's, it's a whole strategy, which I won't go into, but a guy by the name of Paul Scheel, S-C-H-E-E-L-E. He has a book out called Genius Reading, which is the same thing, photo reading. And I probably, that's how I managed to get through the, the number of books that I do, because I photo read. Oh. It's re- it's is not- it hard to get out of your word by word to the photo? For sure. It takes practice, oh, definitely. Okay. I mean, the first book that I sat down to photo read was 200 pages, and it took me oh, three days to photo read this damn book. But the more you practice it, you can photo read a 200-page book in a half an hour. Wow. Mm. Wow. And, but you've got to keep up the practice with it because it's a, it's, a, it's a retraining of okay. brain. Okay, I'm doing a New Year's resolution. Okay. I'm going to learn to photo read. Yeah, okay. I'm putting that down. Because I've tried to speed read, as they call it. Yeah. And I, I always... It, it annoys me to, to speed read because I feel like I'm missing the detail. Especially when you're reading a technical book, I feel like I've, I've missed the detail. Or even if I'm reading a novel and there's description, I feel like I'm missing it. Are well, you? You don't photo read a novel. So when you're reading for fun, you don't photo read. Okay. But when you're reading for information and you're reading fact-based information, then your photo reading is a much better way to retain the information. Um, and also remember, you're not trapped in any way of reading. So with photo reading, there's a process and a technique to it. And I've got some instructions, which I'm happy to share. It's simply a summary of Paul Shields' book. I think he's an amazing man, Mm. and I recommend everybody get it. Um, But um, photo reading is a way of reading. But then after you've read the book, put it down, gone to sleep, 
and then woken up the next day. If you want to pick up the book and then go do reading word for word in mm. any parts that flick your switch, go do it. Mm. You're not trapped in any way, shape or form. But there is an amount of time that you have to allow the information to be assimilated. Um, I just wish I could sleep with it. Well, do you know what I did? I know this is going to sound really woohoo, really out there. Don't tell anyone, though. Can we keep it a secret? Under the pillow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. I sleep with the books under the pillow. Yeah. And do you know... I I still haven't become a doctor, though. I've got all those medical books under my pillow, (laughs) and I just... I still would not trust me with the surgeon's knife. I really wouldn't. Not with the surgeon's knife, but I, I, I would trust her with my health. Yeah, to lead me in the right direction. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I've written that down. I'm going to no, I, I've actually written. heard about that. Mm. You know, putting it under. Yeah, I, I, okay. You, I, you've made. Oh, actually, I'm going to do it before New Year. Sorry. Yeah. You've got till tonight. Yeah. Oh, I do too. What? I've got till tonight. It's tonight. That's why you do. It's right now. Right. Okay, I'll yeah. write it down. Well, we are in New Year's week, so you've yeah. probably got no, to it's tonight, my darling. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, right tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I sleep with the when I get a new book and it's not too thick, um, like me. I'm not as thick as She had a big night last night. Just saying. Yeah. Um, I sleep with the book under my pillow, and then the next day I start photo reading. And I don't know, but Matt thinks he's in trouble because he's about to get wet with it. <laughs> Okay, okay, so, keep going. My so gosh, she's got a list. And I've got to add something before we close this podcast oh, too yeah, that's yeah. like so uber important. Oh, okay. okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. okay. Are you going to let me? Um, right. Then I have education goals, um, you know, things like what do I want to learn this year? So like I said, you know, this year just coming to a complete, I really did want to develop my speaking and I didn't realise I was going to end up with my diploma and training certificate. So I think anything around educational for you girls always around the research you're doing or how else can I become more educated what workshops do I want to attend this year are there any retreats I want to go to is there anyone in particular on like a gluten-free summit we all listen to this year and I think summits are part of that education I think podcasts are part of that Mm. education I think um, watching the ABC documentaries is part of that or any new do I want to write a new documentary like it's still on my thing there my video that I'm doing it's Mm. part of that so to me it's all about education I have work and business goals and we started talking about this this year when we did our master manifestors um, and I still every day I read my manifestation when we didn't and if you haven't listened to that podcast go back and listen to the manifesting Matisse um, podcast because that has been very powerful for me in actually setting an attainable, an attainable goal in a time frame with a specific target in mind. It's not just a hairy fairy dream out there. It's actually and it makes me think about it every single day. So I think business and work-related goals, whether you're self-employed or employed yourself or whether you run a business or whatever, or even if you are a beautiful stay-at-home mum or dad, there are goals within that keeping the home and the, and the whole thing together that you could perhaps look at. I always have fitness goals, fitness and body goals. For me, it's not about trying to stand there and say, um, look at me. Um, it's Jimmy. about how can I be the greatest version of myself and when someone says to me my gosh at 46 years of age nearly you look as fit as a 20 year old I go wow because I'm looking at some 60 year olds going I want to be like that or on the news just a couple of months ago there was an 86 year old body sculptor and a 92 year old woman that ran her first marathon and I'm going you know what I'm aiming for that you know, so there's never an excuse around that. Maybe age. I could do my first marathon at 92. I'm aiming, I'm aiming for that. Oh, let's aim for that one, Karen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. you're on. Uh, see? Yeah. See? We'll, see. We, we'll just but, but put it on the 
beyond this year's and we can transfer it if you don't do it. Right? Do I'm 92. Do you know what? The way to get out of it? Die first. (laughs) (laughs) Rather dramatic. (laughs) You watch. You watch. You watch my 92nd birthday. I come and you go, you'll go, we knew she didn't want to do that bloody marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Read that at your eulogy. Yeah, yeah, you will. Because we're a lot younger. Yeah, especially me. Shut up. Just saying. So I invite you all to set fitness goals. Your body, you have one vehicle, one amazing machine, one temple that deserves your recognition and aptitude and commitment. So to me, you've got to have some fitness goals in there. And I'm happy to share with you, I'm in the middle of, I will be launching. I will be launching my new fitness ebook this year. Nice. Yeah, and I have almost completed it at the end of this year. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so see, I'm really good at, at your fitness um, ebooks. I, I do really well at them. Why? Well, because the the one that I've really done and, and stuck to and never ever missed a day is the body boost. <laughs> The body boost. Oh, you see, you're it's right. A, it is. It, to me, that's a routine because it's quite invigorating the yeah. way you, you go through the routine. And I've never missed putting my oils on. No, nice. there you go. So I've done well. Nice. Well, that's part of your very physical, good. emotional, you spiritual. That's, that's very good. That plays in all of mine. Yeah. Like food would play in most of yours. Definitely essential. And, and it's so funny as you were going through all that. Do you know what I wrote as my number two after photo reading? Live more simply. <laughs> Oh, I love That's it. nice. I just, I kind of was listening to everything you were saying, and I, and I went, you know what? I, I would really love to do what this family did. I think I think I may have spoken mm-hmm. about it on one where you know they they just didn't purchase mm-hmm. yeah. for a year. I, I wonder if I could do that. You know, would that be? I'm just going to go for a month either. Hey, that's a good idea. Maybe that's do a really month. good idea. Yeah, I'm going to do a month of no, no purchasing. Actually, it'll be the month of February, which is my birthday. So I'll uh, February, my birthday. And that means everybody purchased for What's me. The date, <laughs> it's the first of February, which so means we're gonna everybody do it February. will be buying things for me. So I won't have to buy them myself. All right, let, nice. Let, uh, <laughs> nice. Mine's the twenty eighth of March. Yours twenty sixth of September. Remember, I'm a Christmas Eve baby. Mm, we know that mm-hmm. Boxing Day. Box. Yeah, Boxing um, Day. Um, but you know what? I'm actually going to commit with you. Yeah, well, oh, I think we should do it. 2014 February. In fact, why don't we put it out to our podcast? Yeah. For the month February. of February? For the month of February, we're going to Who do wants no to join purchase. us? So you're allowed to purchase food and fuel. Oh, yeah. And essentials. Yeah. But no Nothing. clothes, no new furniture, yeah. no new Let's kitchen utensils. So Let's you can't buy your Thermomix in February. Oh, my gosh. Thermomix is going to kill us. <laughs> so purchase food. By January or That's March. an essential. <laughs> but it's just it, see how simply we can live and see yeah that would be really let's cool. do it let's do it okay i've got a new i've got some new resolutions here okay yeah. uh words so some of my goals for me after listening to the four agreements be impeccable mm. with your word and i'm still a major work in progress yeah. oh, such a major yeah. work in yeah. progress but yeah. at least by writing yeah. it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just conf- she's just agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah. You're a work in progress. Did you hear that? I know. I know. One foot. In. I'm just trying to take Next them both. Yeah. Are correct. Yeah. Um, but not take things personally. You know, yeah. be impeccable with my word. Did you just take that personally? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Cow. Um, <laughs> should I draw on you again? <laughs> And another thing that I'm committing to, you know, like I'm looking at from a point of my journal. I used to think my journal had to be pages and pages and pages. But as I've said, I think once in a podcast before, I found my journal when I was 15. 
pulled it out this year and I looked at it and I remember on my list I wrote, I want to marry a gorgeous guy at 25 who's sporty, healthy, funny and rich. I want to have my first baby That's at 30. Rich. <laughs> I want to have my first baby at 30. And when I looked at that list, and there was a number of other things on there, had my first home and all that sort of thing, it actually came to fruition every single mm, one Amazing, of them. isn't it? It's a manifest. It is. Mm, manifesting. So for me, journaling is part mm. of the manifestation. Wow. You can have a busy 2014. Well, no, this is what I do every year. Yeah, you're amazing. But it's not maybe amazing. Maybe I'm lazy. Maybe that's my problem. You're not. You well, do no, all these can things. I, can I tell yeah, you really Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. It's like super uber. Yes. When you write any um, any goals, whether it's New Year's or not New Year's, um, you've got to have a really compelling why. So you've got to have a really compelling reason why that's important to you. And then you've got to have real clarity on what that goal actually looks like. And then you've got to get clear on how you're going to bring that to life. So there's the why, the what, and the how on the goal or the resolution. So that then it's not just something that you put out there without any substance. And I think the why is, you know, if I'm to look at the marathon... There's not a compelling why for me. Like this year, there was a compelling why for me because I wanted to have a size 10 butt. But that, so that was my compelling why. But I got that through my food, even though I sort of, you know, chickened down on the running. So next year, the compelling why for me is not around my weight because I'm not worrying about my weight anymore. I'm just eating for health and absolute fun. Um, so to run a marathon now doesn't have a really compelling why for me. But I can definitely run every day or I can definitely run, you know, and get up to 24Ks or whatever it is that I get up to. But I would the, the reason why I would run would be to run for fun. Mm. So for my resolution will be to run for fun nice. and then to commit to running to fun because it's got a really compelling why to me because it's part of one of my, you know, my resolutions is to spend two hours on me every day. So we've got the why... So you've got why. So you've got to have a compelling why that actually lights you up. It's got to have juice to it for you. And then you've got to have what. So what is the objective? What's the goal? What's, what, do you want? what is it that you want to achieve? Get really clear on it. Don't let it, let it be airy-fairy. And then how are you going to bring that to life? And by the way, you don't have to have a full action plan on how you're going to bring something to life because it's kind of not your business. There's universal forces at play that get involved with the how. It's really not up to us. But if we've got our limited view of how, it's a place to start. And it's all about, it's all about a place to start. And, and with your running, depending on whether you're going to run in the morning or in the afternoon, then you may be making a decision. Do you think that's important? You, you have to say, well, I'm going to run four days a week um, and I'm going to run Tuesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, um, Friday morning and Saturday afternoon or something like that. I would love to be able to do that, but because yeah. my diary is so all over the show, right. I'm just going to commit to two hours a day for me. So that can be two hours at any time in the day, and the, and I will choose to run for fun inside of that two hours because that's just time for me. It's going to be like my date with myself. Good. But the other thing that I just wanted to mention on this is that our goals don't actually have to necessarily be something tangible. Mm. I've got on mine, and I'm just going to read two or three of them out here. Is ex- one of them is explore new possibilities seven times in 2014 that I would never have ordinarily considered. Mm. And then I've also got try on shoes I would never wear. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And challenge my point of view. Good metaphor, then. Yeah, I mm. agree. Mm. 
challenge my point of view 12 times in 2014. So if my point of view is X, um, at least once a month, I'm going to challenge my point of view and um, think of it as a lie and therefore open myself up to new possibilities. Mm. Which, to me, 2014 feels like I'm really ready for that, like I'm really ready for a whole new... Um, a whole new recreation mm. or a whole new co-creation. I love to say, I love to think mm. of that. Keep going. These are great. Mm. Oh, okay. Can't wait to hear you, um, I haven't got any. <laughs> <laughs> the others of mine are just more like tangible stuff, writing a book, doing the journal, okay. you know, my TV show, radio show, all that sort of stuff. But also I've got Purchase Free February, but I've also got Cruelty Free February. Oh, yes, yes. Now, I live my life now 100% cruelty free. So I don't buy anything leather. I don't buy any makeups or anything that's been tested on animals. No whips and spurs. No whips and spurs. But what I'm actually. Synthetic boots and synthetic lycra, though. Correct. Um, but what I'm actually going to be initiating um, in 2014 is cruelty free, cruelty free February, where it's a whole month where I'm going to rally as many people as I can using Facebook and social media, where every day for the month, everybody that wants to participate posts a sign or a photo of them holding a sign that shares their view on animal cruelty. Mm. So it could be, I'm against animal cruelty. I love fluffy puppies. I am um, an animal advocate. I hug my cow. Whatever it is, every day, people who are participating in it with me will post on their page and hopefully it'll go viral. Mm. Um, and people can just post their picture on their page or those that want to get a little bit more experimental with it can go as far as not buying anything that's been tested on animals. And I'll make all the information available on my website. Or those that want to go another step further, go vegan and try it for a month. I mean, some people will not do that, and that's cool, but it's open to however far a person wants to go with it. Even but try it for a day. Well, even for a mm. day. It doesn't really matter. Or as long as... As long as there's an awareness mm. about cruelty-free so that then we all start to take responsibility for creating harmony and unity with all the creatures in this world. And hopefully that'll go viral. We'll get to our governments and somebody will get sacked. I'm happy with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chunking it down, really. You know, like I said, oh, I'd love to do the whole of um, 2014 as a, you know, not buying. But you chunked it down to a month and I'm like going, I could do that. I could do that. Mm. It's doable. Can, mm. It's very doable. I reckon if we do it together as yeah, well. Yeah, I think doing it together will be good. And then you're, and you're um, cruelty-free. And as Kim says, do it for a day. Yeah. Go vegan for a day, Cindy. Challenge yeah. is on, girlfriend. Yeah. High five. High five. Guess what? I was a vegetarian for 16. I'll be able to do vegan for a day. <laughs> Especially if she's cooking. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we just yeah, yeah, we're out at your place. Right, you are. You're cooking. Party at my Why place. don't we spend that day planning the retreat at the end of the year? That way we're at your house the whole day. Got it. Easy. Vegan. Well, do you know what? If we do that at the retreat, thank goodness we will do it at the retreat because then you won't cook bone broth in my Thermomix. <laughs> fair, 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 fair call. Cool. <laughs> I told her I'd change Thermomixes with her because she couldn't stand the smell. But. No, but her, your Thermomixes had a thousand bone brothers in it. Mm-hmm. Give me strength. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that brings us to the end of and our... Just, did you have anything else to add with your no. year? No, no. But what we do get from Cindy is that she's actually going to... I'm actually going to do, do two. something. I'm actually going to do... I'm doing three now. So I'm going to... But what, to photo are you going to try and do the... Are you going to do the 64 things um, just as an example? Okay. I'll, just I'll, give it a crack. All right. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll do a New Year's resolution that I'm going to do that. <laughs> she just she just weaseled her way out. <laughs> I just think 
and do it for fun. Do something different. You just said you're going to do different things. So perhaps try on different shoes. Perhaps think that about that was her. I'm just adding it for you because we're all doing that. But one. think about it in the context of how would that. How could you get a compelling why? Like, if that's something that you wanted yeah, to, yeah. how could you get a compelling why that would actually motivate you? So if you just did it for fun, mm. or if you just did it to explore, or you just did it to experiment, or just to please Kimmy. That, well, that's what I was thinking, just to please Kimmy. So then there's yeah. your compelling there's why. There's my compelling why. There's your okay. compelling why. And then to show you at the end of the year and see what we've done. That I could be fun. Should do that's, it. Oh, that's, that's compelling. I think it's compelling, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's okay. do it. I'm going to do it. 64. All right, 64. Number three, 64 things. Okay, I've got a bit of work to do. New Year's Eve. Actually, instead of, instead of going to bed, we could do this for the hour before well, New Year's Eve. What have we done? get together tonight on Mullalabar Beach. What a great idea. Before the midnight fireworks We'll see off. the 9 o'clock ones. We'll okay, let's dash. do that. Let's do that. I'll tell Matt. And I'll get Matt to do a 64-page one. 64-page? <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I see Matt forever. <laughs> God, love him. Oh. All right. Well, hopefully this podcast has been as fun as and as interesting for you as it has been for us. And it's actually been really quite an yeah, eye-opener. I, yeah. feel like I, I feel like we've bonded. I feel oh, like another whole girls level. more. Yes, another whole. We didn't it's even know this about level. each other about New Year's resolutions. Oh, I my goodness. No wonder you're so spunky. So we want to hear what you guys are doing for New Year's Eve, what resolutions you've got, and what your compelling whys, whats, and hows are, and what areas you're going to set your own New Year's resolutions. Don't hold back here. Post your comments on the couch. I want to know how many days it took you to listen to this. Considering this is New Year's Eve, some of you may take a few days to recover. (laughs) I just want to know how many days later into New Year's you're actually going to listen to this one. Yeah, Yeah, good point. Good point. Fair call. Fair call. So go ahead and post your answer to Kimmy's question and your comments at all the W's dot the wellness couch forward slash up for a chat and go to iTunes. Give us a five star rating. We want to start 2014 the way we intend to continue. We're heading for what are we going for? What's our goal for up for a chat for 2014 in terms of listeners? Oh, oh, um, I say put it out there. 150,000. Okay, 150,000, and that means we should just about hit number one in the US and definitely okay. throw Norman off his, off his perch. So <laughs> all of our listeners, you guys have got a job to do. All of our listeners, you have to tell everybody that you know about Up For A Chat. You have to help us spread the word. If we're going to reach that objective... Otherwise, we're never going to do another New Year's resolution again. <laughs> Cindy will keep to that. So you guys have got to tell everybody that you know about Up For A Chat. Get the word spread. Help us get this all out to as many people as you possibly can. We're going for 150,000 listeners. That's uber cool. So go ahead, post your comments on thewellnesscouch.com forward slash Up For A Chat. Rate us a five-star rating on iTunes. And... Post your comments on our Facebook page. And don't forget, if you're someone who wants to subscri- uh, wants to do the um, transcribing, let us know through a private message on our Up For A Chat page, which is all the w's.facebook.com forward slash Up For A Chat. And join us here, same time, same station, on Up For A Chat. And become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world. I She's had a champagne already. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! 
Hi, this is Dr. Brett Hill from the Wellness Guys and That Paleo Show. How would a pair of Vivo Barefoot Ultras feel on your feet this summer? These guys are awesome, and our good friends at Vivo are giving away one pair of their newest range to one lucky Wellness Couch member. Vivo Barefoot Shoes feature a puncture-resistant, flexible, non-pitched sole and a wide toe box which allows the foot to move as nature intended, as close to being barefoot as possible. All you have to do to be in the running is become a Wellness Couch member by midnight Sunday, December 22nd, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Membership is free and comes with a range of benefits. To become an official member of the couch, go to www.thewellnesscouch.com and enter your name and email address. Merry Christmas from all of us here at The Wellness Couch and may it be filled with great health and good times with those you love. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.